there's nothing more precious in our lives than our kids. And when I hear about parents who are hurting because uh, their kids are hurting, it uh, it touches me to the core, just like it does all of you. And I got an email uh, a week or so ago from a dad who told me about what had happened with his son, who was a student at Marysville Pilchuck High School. And he has some concerns about how it's being handled, and he wants to make sure that the school district follows up on promises and assurances that they have made him. And the dad's name is Jason. He joins us here on Cairo Radio. Jason, I appreciate you coming on with me, and I appreciate you reaching out to me. I appreciate the time you're taking. Tell me why you reached out to me, Jason. Oh, basically, I'm just overwhelmed by the this situation it's more than i can handle i'm just an average guy and these events have pretty much overwhelmed my wife and i Um, i really have no idea really had no idea how to proceed Um, i received assurances from the school district that they would investigate and uh, basically it's all in their hands now okay Um, tell tell me tell me what happened with your son he took his life on on october 1st right on October 1st, uh, the week before, he had gotten into a sort of altercation with a young man who had uh, threatened his life and his family's life if he didn't stay away from him and his girlfriend. Um, we thought that was a little extreme, so we went to the principal the following Monday. Uh, the boy was reprimanded and told to stay away from my son. Uh, he's a football player. Then, uh, but both two, your your son started. and the other boy were both football players. No, my son was a wrestler for oh, okay. ten years. Okay, uh, got it. The boy who did this was a football player, and he was told to stay away from my son. And my son didn't want him to get in trouble. Went to the principal and said, "I don't want this guy to get in trouble. Uh, it was a stupid thing to say, and I accept his apology." Basically. Well, then he's later that week claiming that football players are harassing him. Um, I'd said some things to him, but it didn't. He made it seemed like it was no big deal. So a week after that, we went out of town for a day and he killed himself. For the first month, we thought it might have just been an accident. Uh, We didn't know of any mental illness or he'd never spoken of taking his life or anything like that. The Friday before Thanksgiving, a few of his classmates who really liked him, loved him, came to our house and said that he was at one point in that week, crying to one of them about how he was tired of the football team bullying him and how he, quote, didn't even want to be here anymore. We had talked about taking him out of the school after the initial incident, so we thought that maybe he meant that. But, you know, in light of what happened, it seems more ominous and desperate. And so I reached out to several police departments. I talked to uh, several captains of several police departments Mm -hmm. and uh, nothing has been done that was legal, so they couldn't really get into it. So I reached out to the school district and they said, finally, finally somebody said that they would begin an investigation. And that's where we are. They said that last Monday, as far as I know, they haven't contacted any of the students yet because they've contacted me saying they haven't been contacted. Right. And I'm just scared and nervous, man, and overwhelmed. Yeah, no, I understand that. And it's it's a very delicate situation for for everybody involved because 
you know, the situation I'm in, uh, and when you reached out to me, as, as I told you when I wrote back, it, it really touched my heart, and, uh, and I'd like to help in any way I can just to get you the kind of communication from the school and, and make sure they follow through. I also don't want to exploit the, you know, the grief that you're feeling right now, and so I want to make sure that you know, we're, we're proceeding in a way that's going to try to get some answers for you, but also you know, to, you know, for anybody who's listening whose kid is in a similar situation, for school administrators who are in charge with trying to protect our kids when, when we're, they're in their hands, uh, I want to make sure that that's the focus of all of this. So, so you're just telling me that they've, they've told you they would talk to the, the bullies, the people who are going after your son? Uh, initially, they're going to be talking, uh, I, uh, to my understanding, they'll be talking with the people who have reports of bullying. Okay. Uh, all the people that really loved my son and really miss him, they feel like they want to tell somebody and nobody's asked them. The people who did the bullying should be talking to somebody. It's not their fault. Uh, it was my son's decision. But they have to be feeling guilt. They should be getting some help. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, I I appreciate your words there. But also, this has become uh, a bit of an epidemic where, in especially – you know, with some sports teams, and we've heard about this from all around the country, where all too often people are, you know, kids are emboldened by each other, and they act in a way that, you know, they know they should not be acting, but when you get in that kind of a peer situation and and everybody's pressuring their buddies to treat somebody a certain way, it can it can be a dangerous spiral. So I know exactly what you're talking about. When you refer to that, so you're not you're not looking for a loss. I mean, you told me in your email, you're not looking to sue. You just you just want some help. You want to make sure that the kids are getting the help they need. You want to make sure that you're getting the answers that you need. It sounds like uh, exactly. Um, I'm not looking to. I'm not looking for any sort of revenge or anything like that. It's just our son seems perfectly fine until this initial incident happened. And I need to know what his last week at school was actually like, because I, at this point, I still have no idea why this has happened. For a while, we thought it was some sort of choking challenge accident. He mm-hmm. put food in the microwave before he went downstairs. We, uh, he asked a girl out, asked us if he could go to a football game that same day. And he seemed to have be perfectly normal. But then I hear this these reports of bullying, and I really just, his mother and I need to know what his last week was like, what his last day was like, and what his last hour was like. And we had to send his iPhone, which was locked, off to a, a company that I found that can unlock it, that'll give us some insight into what he was actually doing and looking at on his phone that day. Right. And any text messages or anything from that week. Um. That's just what I need to know before I can get on with grieving. And you told me that he, the, he he was, by all outward appearances, just a real involved, happy-go-lucky kid. He was. He smiled all the time. He took a hug every time I gave it to him. Uh, he said, I love you often and regularly. Yeah. And he never once came to us and said that he was anything other than yeah. just normal. 
Yeah, and I know that's what's so scary when when we hear about about situations like yours, Jason. Is it's it, it, the unknown? Yeah, you know, and and we all as parents, we know that there's stuff in our kids' lives that we don't know about. There's stuff they're going through that they're not sharing with us. But uh, but that great unknown, I think, is one of the biggest fears that parents have. Oh, yeah, it's the worst. As a young man, I never opened up to my father, and I assume most young men don't open up to their fathers or their mothers after a certain age. They're their own person. Sure. So I can understand him keeping things to himself, but we were completely flat-footed by this. Yeah. No, no warning at all. Well, Jason, what the I'm... only thing that really happened in his life was that last week of school. Right. I don't know what happened there. What we're going to do is reach out to the, the school in the district up there in Marysville, and we will uh, see where they are in their internal investigation and make sure that the assurances they made you are not hollow ones, that they're actually trying to get the answers that you so desperately need. And uh, we will I, – I know that that – you know, in the big picture, will will certainly not come close to counterbalancing your grief. But if it would mitigate it in any way, if you could start getting some answers, uh, if if we can help facilitate that, we we absolutely will. And I, I'm just, as I told you in my email, I'm so very sorry for what you and your family are going through. It's I know it's the greatest nightmare any human being can can face and deal with. It is. You know, once again, I'd like to just re- reiterate that. It's not that I don't have faith in that school district. Right. As so far, they're the only people that have shown any empathy or uh, interest in getting to the truth. Right. And I reached out to you because it's just overwhelming to me. <laughs> I understand. Well, uh, well, God bless you and your family, and and we will we will uh, try to pursue that truth for you and see if we can get some answers. Uh, absolutely, we'll stay in touch, okay? Thank you, sir. Okay. It's Jason up in Marysville, lost his son on October 1st, and two months later, still waiting to get some answers for some of the things that his son's friends had told him were going on at school. And uh, we will pursue it with the district, and we will keep you posted as well. And we have lots more straight ahead here on the Dory Monson Show.